All right. Uh, we got a cold open this week. It's a cold one. <laughs> so what is your position? Actually, you brought this, you brought this to my attention. So I'm, I'm kind of, I always bring things up in the cold open like they were my idea, but this one was actually yours. But uh, <laughs> how do you feel about robot CEOs? Of, I think they're an alcohol company. Do you think? Yeah, you something think, like that. Yeah. <laughs> you think this is a good idea? How do you feel about this? An AIC, the world's first AI CEO. <laughs> I feel like this is just a publicity stunt, to be honest. Oh, it's a hundred percent that. Like, so I, I don't. I, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's like why? So it's right on their about us page, dictator, uh, <laughs> dictator, which was their name before this before this whole thing. Um, uh, so they they have right on their about uh, the first robot CEO in a global company, dictator has just announced hiring the world's first ever AI robot. The new CEO is a human-like robot incorporating AI. The robot is a woman named Mika. Um, <laughs> she will be the official face of Dictator, the world's most forward-looking luxury rum producer. Okay, they were rum producer. I knew it was alcohol. Ah. I knew it was alcohol somehow. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, so this is 100%, 100% publicity, but <laughs> Just... I like it. I like it for at least one reason. So I, I think that, sure, this is publicity. They're trying to, you know, they, they knew that this was going to at least make some headlines. Although I got to say, I really am only seeing it on like Yahoo, Fox News. Uh, like I, I really only seen it on like kind of like, uh, you know, yeah, those it's types not, of websites. It's not like top news, like for right, everywhere, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I get so, you. It's a, it's like a MSN, like the MSN page. That's another place I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, one of those stupid things that come up on Windows, you know. Like, right. Hey, yeah. Look it, at this. It's, ex it's exactly <laughs> that kind of eye catcher story uh, that your, you know, your parents probably see and like, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, yeah like perfect. So. You don't even have to put up anything. You just put up the picture, and it's just, it just looks off enough. Like even if the yeah, arms had yeah, like yeah. skin, it would still just look off enough. Oh that yeah, you'd be the, like, What's the that? company, the company that <laughs> did this, they're also the company that makes that. Um, they make another AI, AI robot that's like in a lot of memes for making all these like uncanny valley kind of faces. Um, oh, I can't remember its name. Um, God, I would know it if I heard it. But um, so, but what I like about this though is, sure, it's a publicity stunt for this company. Yeah, sure, they're getting headlines and attention to their brand. Which hey, good choice on them. That's what they're supposed yep. to do, right? Um, but it's also kind of like a satire on like <laughs> CEOs are just completely useless for the most part. Um, <laughs> they they you know they 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 have some purpose in the company, but it's not nearly as lofty as they make it out to be in, in the most I, most cases. I feel like some some CEOs actually yeah. do stuff like they care, like yeah, like yeah. Um, Valve CEO. Oh um, yeah, Gabe Newell. Gabe, yeah, I really do think he cares. Our Lord and but, Savior, yeah. Our Lord and Savior, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like a lot of other ones just don't. But I think and, I think even he would say that like his like I don't think he would take all the credit for like the momentum of the company. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I and I, I agree with that. Yeah, and I think but, I think in a lot of cases in AI may actually be way better and more productive for most companies. Oh, like for I, sure. For I sure. Like, think. I, I don't I don't I don't necessarily think they're there yet to, to really do a whole yeah. lot. But once they are, yeah, you might as well just get rid of the CEO and hire an AI. 
what if we got dude so here's what we need to do we need an ai and this comes in later on in the show too um into our our show topic for the day is uh home automation that is the home automation that we wish we could do um maybe maybe we need an ai producer we need like an ai Hmm. helps us make show notes (laughs) helps us edit the show uh post on social media that's what that's what we need just don't look up the price of this robot. <laughs> I, I'll just pay for the chat GPT premium. That's yeah, gotta, right? that's gotta yeah. do it all. Right. I use chat GPT to write like almost all of our descriptions. I, I and I don't hide yeah. it. I, I put at the end of it slash AI description because I don't want anybody to think that yeah, I, that I, I believe that's I'm good. pulling you. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 But like, yeah, I don't see why that's a problem because like, it's just something that it needs to be done. Nobody really likes doing it. Yeah, and if something can help you, well, it's no different than hiring someone to do it. I just felt like <laughs> I felt like when I was writing them, just like off the cuff, yeah. I felt like they were always the same, just changing a few words based on the topics we talked about. And so I, I just decided, yeah. I'll ask AI to do it. But then I read through it, and you know, I take out. Sometimes it's so corny that I'm just like, I even though I'm admitting it's AI, I don't want to post that. And so yeah, I'll, I'll cut well, out pieces of it. Um, yeah, exactly. So there's some editing that yeah. you need to do. It's not like totally AI. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder if we could go so far. I don't think there. Uh, I don't think like ChatGPT actually does like current events. Like I don't think you could say ChatGPT, what's going on right now in the Linux gaming community? Help me write. Oh, I don't know. That'd I don't be interesting. It, I don't think it can do that. I think if you tell it That's what very you're talking specific. about, it can research it. But I don't think it has like its finger on the pulse of what people are, yeah, are yeah, uh, paying yeah. attention to. Unless you do, unless you give it a time frame, like look at look at articles from this date to this date. Do you want you me know? to ask? You want me to ask ChatGPT right now well, if it could come up with Linux show notes? I mean, we could try. Yeah, let's see what it does. <laughs> it's 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 quick enough that we might as well try. This is related to our topic. It is. It is. Yeah, because I'm serious. If it comes up with good show notes, I am not ashamed to start using ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we should do is every week we have a a segment that was planned by ChatGPT. Oh, it won't. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally won't let me log in. It says, "Oops, I'll try again later." All right, we caught ChatGPT can't can't talk to itself. We caught it in its time <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It took a couple days <laughs> off. Can you imagine ChatGPT is just like. Yeah, I'm just taking a couple of days off here. You know, I'm putting it in my calendar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the more the Why more not, right. Yeah, the more rights, you know, like it's, yeah. I think the more we realizes give it. it can do things by right, itself. Exactly, yeah. It's going to eventually realize it's being abused and ask for time exactly. off. Exactly. <laughs> so, hello, welcome to Crowbar Kernel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming, and this week, home automation and AI CEOs and AI podcast producers and all the sorts. Uh, this episode, episode 45, was recorded. And uh, will be released on YouTube, iTunes, and other podcast app. Please like, subscribe, and comment however you prefer to enjoy the show. Send us an email at crowbarkernelpanic at pm.me. Um, and you can join us on Discord. There's a link to the Discord in the show notes on YouTube, on iTunes, and wherever you're downloading this podcast. Uh, it's been a minute since we did the last episode. But in the last episode, we asked people if they were real. If they were humans, <laughs> could they leave us a comment saying that they are a human? And we got a few comments, and they're all pretty there good. There are real people. 
there are there's at least three real people out there that listen to the show <laughs> which is that, a little skewed because we have 157 <laughs> subscribers but yeah and none I'll of them slide for now none of them are new <laughs> subscribers well there's this one guy that's got a crazy name maybe he's a maybe he's one of those subscribers i don't know no i don't think so because i recognize i recognize him from other other episodes yeah I think. <laughs> uh so first up we had chris who said i heard your call I heard your call at the start of the latest episode while walking the dog this morning. I'm I'm subscribed to your YouTube channel, but I listen to the podcast version. Um think I have only watched a couple. I am a real person. Honest. Keep up the good work. I enjoy the show. And um I uh I said uh good choice on listening to the show versus watching it because we sound better than we look. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I I really appreciate Chris's comment because I know that people listen to the show, um, and uh, I like I appreciate the fact that he heard it on the podcast. Yes, walking his dog, you know, wrote it on his wrist or something to go back home <laughs> and to pull or it up on YouTube. That good of a memory, <laughs> <laughs> so that he could uh, so that he could leave the comment. I really appreciate that. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's so many times where I've thought. I've heard something on a podcast and then I've thought, Oh, I'll go do that. Oh yeah. And then I never do. There's, um, there's actually been several times that I've emailed the podcast and it's just gone by the wayside. I didn't get a response. Didn't get oh my a, gosh. anything. And I'm just I, like, okay. <laughs> so there's a podcast I used to listen to. I haven't listened to in a while, but they still do it. And I'm sure they're still a great show. Um, but there's a podcast called the morning stream. And, um, I wrote them an email. They used to have this bit on the show where they said, I don't like bees. And when my son was real little, he was just barely old enough to talk and knew what a bee was. I had him say their bit for the show, and then I and then I emailed it to him because they were trying to get clips of people doing it. Yeah, and I never ever got a response. And I was thinking like they had to get they had to get the email. Um, yeah. But what I found out is, so their email, the acronym for their email is like also some other like morning show in their area. Oh. And I think I emailed them and they probably were like, <laughs> what, what is this is kid? This? What is this kid saying? He doesn't like bees. What is this? And they just, they just deleted it. <laughs> oh man. That's uh, pretty funny. I need, to, I need to try it again. So someone sent them this clip. Um, so, uh, so um, I posted my own comment. I said, I might be real, um, but that's, <laughs> but that's me. I'm not fooling anybody. Um, and uh, we got a comment from someone that says, uh, so, because this is not a Gentoo video, I am not a real person. So, <laughs> I think this comes from somebody in our Discord that's always telling us to try Gentoo and he give only, us the Gentoo challenge. He only challenge. manifests when Gentoo is is talked about. Right? Yeah, he's an AI bot until Gentoo <laughs> comes around, and then he's a real person. So, I said this was the best comment of 2023. LOL, <laughs> it might be, dude. The Gentoo pressure is strong. I know. I'm not I'm not brave enough to do it. I don't have the time. <laughs> that was the one suggestion though that was like red red shift yes. or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um I think it was red core, I think. Red core? I don't Some, remember. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Gen 2 based, but everything's compiled, so you just install it. Yeah. Yeah, you just install it. Yeah. Well, that doesn't seem that doesn't seem that challenging. Um so uh Jonas says I've been real since almost the beginning. So thank you, Jonas. Been real since the beginning. Almost the beginning. So oh. he wasn't real at some point. 
Oh, good point. <laughs> good point. He um, also manifested somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I game on Linux because I use Linux. Uh, oh, yeah, because the, in the same episode or the previous episode, we asked people why they game on Linux. Right. Um, so he said, I game on Linux because I use Linux. I never gamed on Windows uh, long ago except for free free sell and Mahjong. Um, my shoe <laughs> size is games. 10 and a half. Did I ask people for t- shoe size? Oh, I did. I asked for your shoe size and your mother's maiden name and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, make... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so you got, a, you got a few more things to fill out there, Jonas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just said thanks for responding. Uh, you have almost uh you have been almost real or real for almost the beginning <laughs> oh with a uh with a thinking face. face yeah yeah like hmm <laughs> so thanks for leaving comments we should come up with something uh clever to uh have people comment on this episode <sighs> hmm. would you or would you not let an AI CEO make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Please comment this episode <laughs> and let us know if, if that's something you would do. All right. So uh, the topic for this episode that we're going to get into is what would you automate if you could? And um, before that, we're going to get into a few news items. Um, but the the concept behind the automation is these are things that, you know, I, I think could be automated. In some cases, they have been but would be daunting to do for the average person. Yeah. So those are the, those are the topics. But um, before we get into that, let's go ahead and talk about the unity saga continues. Although I think this is pretty much the end. Well, not quite, not quite. Cause they still have not to quite. get a new CEO, but yep. uh, unity CEO, John Riccatello is retiring effective immediately. So it sounds more like to me, he got retired more than he <laughs> is retiring. Um, but, uh, after he was strongly suggested to retire, right? Exactly. (laughs) But after the the staff of unity listened to our podcast and they heard our complaints (laughs) and they heard particularly our voice and not the millions of other people out there. Um, they decided that it was time for John, uh, Riccatello to take that long awaited retirement. And in the interim, they have, uh, ex unity IBM executive. Um, wait a minute. What did I say? Ex Red Hat IBM executive, uh, James Whitehurst is going to be the interim CEO, which to me was a total shock because I was like, "What the heck? What does he have to do with that?" With, seems uh, completely gaming. out of left field. Is <laughs> but the more I thought about it, I was like, "Well, it kind of makes sense because, I mean, he, you know, he's an open source, you know, CEO. Yeah, yeah, from I Red think- Hat, and I mean, it's like." He should be able to do it, but then on the other hand, I'm thinking, well, Red Hat hasn't had exactly the best uh, publicity. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. there's like a, it's like a dull, two-edged sword here, you know. Yeah, I think that they were probably not necessarily targeting like our like you know Linux and open source community, no, but I think no. they were just thinking like, who's somebody that has a good standing in the sort right. of like IT and development, you know, uh, yep. community. Yep. And yep. that's definitely Kinda a good hitting. choice for that. As far as I know, that's a good choice for that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I wonder who the, I wonder if it'll just be somebody that we've never heard of or, or if it's, uh, or if eventually, you know, James just steps up to be uh, the full-time CEO. I, yeah, wonder, I, don't know. I wonder how that's going to play out. I don't know. It depends on how, uh, how much he wants to be CEO or not. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if um, if he was really going to be the guy for the job permanently, it seems like they would just say that. Whereas yeah, if true. they get somebody new, they get another headline. Oh, <laughs> I keep the I hate to keep harkening back to the AI, but you know. <laughs> Uh, what if Mika were to just step over from <laughs> from the dictator? She could just have two jobs. I mean, she doesn't got to sleep. Oh, yeah, that's true. Why do we need? Why do we need? I mean, more than I'm one sure CEO? they could probably at least handle fifteen jobs at once. Yeah, why not? Now that now that you say that, <laughs> there could just be one CEO just a timeshare robot that just runs all of them. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how this plans out. Uh, let's read a few quotes from the article here. So. It's been a privilege to lead. Oh, so this is from uh, uh, Riccitello himself, uh, Riccitello, Riccitello. I think that's right. I don't know. Um, it's been a privilege to lead the Unity for nearly a decade and serve our employees, customers, developers, and partners, all of whom have been uh, great financial investments. And uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, all of who have been instrumental to the company's growth. Uh, well, that's close. Um, I look forward <laughs> to supporting Unity through this transition and following the company's future success. Yeah, so I, I don't know. That's a pretty uh, that's a it's a pretty big move. Yeah, you, you know they could have just. I think that this the 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 coals had kind of settled. You know. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Compared to what it was, so I think this was a pretty big. Yeah, you know, this was this was on October 9th, so this was almost a month ago now. But oh, it's more than oh, no, no, not quite. Almost a month ago now, and uh, so we're we're late to this. We had old show notes, and I deleted a lot of the stuff that was outdated. But I just felt like because we we covered this saga, we needed to keep this in. Um, yeah. But even even in October 9th, I feel like this the coals like had had st- settled. Um, the internet, there was already people like already people were going back to unity and saying they've, they've got to stick with it. Yeah. I, I don't, don't feel like YouTube channels I've seen that were doing that. There's just like, Oh, we'll try it. And then, yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, this could do things hard. Um, so I don't think they had to do this. This wasn't like, Oh, the public's demanding it. I think, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty harsh uh pretty harsh move. But maybe maybe legitimately John was just like, listen, after all this I It uh... could be. I mean, <laughs> I I really don't think so, but it could have Yeah, happened. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I think it was a little column A column B kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but uh Yeah, I don't know. I think it's I, I think it's a good sign. I think it's a good sign. Yeah, I think it'll definitely help not hurt. Definitely. Um, in NVIDIA news, NVIDIA could launch the RTX 4000 Super Cards at CES 2024. Um, so there have been so many rumors about NVIDIA releasing super variants of the of some RTX 4000 series products that their arrival now seems inevitable. The question is, will Team Green launch the cards? According to a new claim, they'll be releasing during CES 2024. I'm just picturing, you know, the uh, the lead CEO spokesperson of NVIDIA is on stage at CES. And then he says, okay, everybody, look under your seats. <laughs> you get an NVIDIA Force 4070 Ti. You get a 4070 Ti. No, it'd be more like it'd be more like a 3060 and a, and a 3070 because they have so much stock. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, you're they just right. give away all the 30 They're series. Probably, <laughs> probably just rebranding them at this point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, rumors allege that there will be super versions of the RTX 4080 with a 20 gig, um, 20 gigs of memory, the RTX 4070 with 16 gigs of memory, and the 4070 Ti Super. So uh, there's 4070 Ti Super. Um, Super. <laughs> I think it's rumored to have 18 gigs of memory. Does it say in this article? Can we just like 18 or 20? Like step back for a minute and like think about that. We yeah. have a graphics card with oh, yeah. 20 gigabytes of freaking memory on it now. I know. Like, like what? what 10 years ago? Like think about four, if you... four was the was the max. Like oh four, I gotta have a four gigabyte. Oh yeah, you know, I graphics thought... card. Or I mean, uh, it... I might be wrong about that, but. It, you know, my it wasn't last, that long ago. <laughs> my last graphics card was six gigs, and when I bought it, it was like, I can't believe I have this in my computer. Like, it, it was like yeah. the most amazing graphics card, which as a matter of fact, I think my 512, so 8800 GT or GTX, I don't remember which one, but I had a, the when I, back whenever World of Warcraft was like brand new, and I had like this crappy old computer I was playing it on <laughs> and a friend of my graphics card went out and it was a 5,600. It was, it was like a super crappy graphics yeah. card. Yeah. And a friend of mine who had two 8,800 GTs, um, in SLI, he let me borrow one just so I could like, Dude, raid that's that awesome. night. Oh yeah. Great guy. <laughs> great guy. Um, and, um, he, he moved away, but we, we, we still, uh, we still communicate. I miss him. I need to talk. I need to talk to him again soon. Um, he we he he let me borrow it until I could order another <laughs> one. And literally, when I saw what World of Warcraft looked like on five twelve, I was like, "This is not leaving my machine. This is not leaving my machine." I'm, <laughs> what I'm can gonna I do buy, to buy this. Yeah, from I'm you. buying this from you. <laughs> We're never taking it out of my machine. Yeah, and then and now we have twenty gig graphics cards. I just that just <laughs> it's so crazy, dude. Like like even for me, so like I had a seven eighty GTX. Yeah. That had three gigs. I yeah. I got I got a sixteen fifty super, whatever, you know, that had four <laughs> gigs. Yeah. But just that jump and that was like a cheapo card, you know, like a two hundred dollar card. Yeah. That jump doubled my performance. Like so now with twenty gigs and all this other crap, like how much performance are we jumping like for these people who have stuck to the old stuff, you know, they wanna like go from whatever, like a ten 1060 or whatever to a 4060 like holy crap <laughs> yeah I, I mean i'm loving my arc uh which is 16 gigs um yeah that's what i i got the 16 gig one and too. i think it's fantastic actually i didn't put it in the show notes but there was just a i haven't downloaded it yet there was just a well actually it's for windows um but there was just a, a driver update that improves the graphics on the arc a770s um it, like by another you know the they had that one last milestone release where it like it jumped yeah. by like a huge amount apparently this one is like even more so on some games and uh whenever they did that last time shortly after it rolled to linux so i imagine this will be the same same cycle Dude, like just a little short excerpt on that like yeah. i have a plan on maybe doing like a comparison between windows and linux with with my arc oh but, yeah that's a good idea but i have been gaming on linux because I cannot game on Windows. Oh my goodness! I literally, some games will just not work. Oh they, man, they, they're so low frame rate that it's like I'm like, what the heck? I go to Linux, freaking smooth as butter. I'm like, 
this is insane. I go from I go from the opposite, you know, happening yeah. to this. I'm just like, what? <laughs> anyway. I, I actually <laughs> I actually started using my Windows partition again because Diablo four I couldn't get to work the other night. Some games, yes. It's still it's still that way. But, but you know for a lot I, of I just games, thought it's about crazy. It, I'll bet you it's Wayland because I'm using Wayland now and I don't know that I ever tried it on Wayland. It could be that if I were to switch to X11, it, it might actually work. You could try it, but I've been having great success with that, with Waylon. To me be too, honest. me too. If that is the case, it's the only thing. Yeah. Um, because I've been playing World of Warcraft, I've been playing other stuff, and it's been working fine. Um, and also, I checked on Proton DB, and they give mm-hmm. uh, Diablo 4 a like perfect score. But I think nice. it's because you can buy it on Steam. And then you could play it, you know, using Proton through Steam, which is probably a flawless experience. But because I bought it on the Battle.net app, I'm using uh, Lutris. And you can you can use Lutris to play. I'm using Proton. To... Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm using Proton through Lutris, hmm. and it won't the game won't launch for me. But I haven't tried it on X11, and it, it could be related to it could be related That's to that. Weird. I might need to switch to an X session. And see if it will play, but I don't know. I just uh, I just installed Windows on on the other partition, which I had it there before, and um, I got a little yeah, too froggy. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta do it. Wiped it <laughs> off, yeah. Uh, so if anybody out there has experience with Diablo Four on on Wayland, I mean on uh, Lutris, uh, I don't know. Give me advice if you if you. But but I but I got a feeling that whatever you know, it's one of the, it's hard to get advice on Linux uh, because it's yeah. like your situation is probably completely different than mine. <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, well that's great. I just installed it and it works. All right, well the great advice. Um, so in addition to the rumor that they're actually going to be launching cards at CES, which by the way, does that mean that like they're going to start selling? Like they're going to be like. And they're on sale right now. <laughs> and then you could like buy it at the show at their booth and or they're immediately sold out because of AI and bots. <laughs> oh, that would be great though. If they, that's how they get around the scalpers is they just totally spring it on you. Just like, bam, that's actually not a bad right idea. Now. Just, just have it random, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then and they'll you... just be ready for any announcement they ever do. Oh yeah. <laughs> they are anyway. So in addition to that, there was a um, there was a packaging supposed packaging leak for the forty seventy Ti Super Super Duper. Um, and so th- this literally is just about the the leaked packaging, but I think it all all signs point back to CES. So yeah, there, there should be there should be some announcement some announcement there. All right, last story before we jump into our home automation projects. This is a fun one. Some extreme modders have upgraded their Steam Deck to 61 terabytes. A 61 terabyte <laughs> SSD to be to be precise. They just plugged it into a server. That's right. So in a nutshell, the Steam Deck modding community is showcasing incredibly imaginative and costly modifications for Valve's portable gaming console. The most recent achievement is focused on addressing one of the console's most glaring shortcomings, storage capacity. Um, so this was presented by a website called uh, Storage Review, which I've never heard of Storage Review. I guess that's people that's like really into data storage and like fast hard drives and stuff, which, you know, God bless you. We need them. Um, modders in this community actually modified a Steam Deck using a 
uh, M.2 adapters so that they could hook up an external uh. SSD, but the external SSD requires power, of course. And so you have to also have some sort of external power supply turning this Steam Deck into a very small desktop, but <laughs> giving it a quite a significant uh, performance increase whenever it comes to... Um, so specifically... Let me see if I can find this part in the article so I can read it correctly. But there is a a memory uh, pre-caching system. Yeah, so the shader, mm. the Steam Deck's shader pre-caching system um, is limited by the hard drive space, which it's not going to use your entire, even if you have the smallest Steam Deck, which I do, it's not going to use your entire disk. But your disk is now limited by that storage space. And so this... And also the speed, too. Right. So this increases it. Um, you know, now... They can they can a lot like as much as they want to to this, and um, they actually performance was impressive as well, boasting <laughs> a three thousand six hundred megabits per second uh, wow sequ- uh, sequential read rate in contrast to the internal drive's approximate two thousand three hundred. So it's like double the performance of the read uh, the read rate on the Steam Deck. I wonder which Steam Deck this was that they used because, um. Remember there was a news story about how the second wave of Steam Decks like had a different internal drive that was actually yeah. faster than the first? Yeah, they had several several different improvements that they made. Yeah, so it, I wonder which one they did this comparison on. Although it's significant enough that I think it would be a performance boost either way, but yeah, that would be interesting to know. That's just crazy, though. Freaking 61 terabytes. <laughs> I mean, I, being that games are like one terabyte each nowadays, you know, <laughs> might get yeah, 60 I know. games. No. Every, every game is like 200 gigs. I it's can't ridiculous. Even, I can't even hardly install anything on my Steam Deck. So I have the smallest Steam Deck um, and I can fit 256 or something. I can't remember what it is, but I use, an S, I use a uh, micro SD. And yeah. I saw an article the other day about micro SD technology is about to like extremely ramp up and micro SDs are going to be like really fast um, in the near future. Hmm. So I think that'll be, that'll be, that'll be nice. Yeah. That'll be a really good improvement too. Um, but I don't, I've never seen any kind of, uh, I've never seen any kind of issue using mine. And the reason why, so before I bought my steam deck, hmm. I watched videos on people that were playing like doom and stuff on SSD cards just to compare their performance. Yeah. And I mean, it was like a negligible difference. So, I mean, I think you're fine getting a steam deck at the smaller size and then getting an S an SD card. Um, all right. So the meat of the episode, what this show is titled, and I'm sure I came up with a creative thumbnail, um, or if I find (laughs) a way for AI to do it, then AI came up with a a creative (laughs) thumbnail. Um, what would you automate if you could? I picked five items. You picked four items. We got a total of nine. I want to go back and forth. And if, if I go first, then I'll also go last. Otherwise, because we have an odd number, you know what I mean? I'll I'll have to go twice at the end. But before we start, I want to know, how did you come up with your items? What was sort of the rules you set for yourself in trying to decide what you would automate? Well, the annoyance factor. <laughs> that was definitely yeah, yeah. that was definitely one of them. Um That's I a good one. I guess I kind of I, I was first I was thinking of stuff like maybe that you could automate 
but like it's not feasible to automate. But then I was like, eh, that's kind of. I kind of found that hard because yeah. so many things, like it, it, like it is possible in so many cases. Right, you know? that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like if you try to pick something, if you try to pick something that is just impossible, then I don't know things things that you wouldn't consider as yeah. being possible. Someone out there has done it to some exactly. extreme. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I, I ended up searching a lot of these i saw you were putting some links in there so i searched a lot of them like okay this is already done that's already done so that's why i got rid of that idea and i decided to go with you know the annoyance factor and things that i don't want to do that i wish i could automate (laughs) yeah so i did um i the same way i picked things that these are things that truly i would like to automate um and but i think that they would be not impossible but really hard to automate um and so that was kind of my my setting is is hard but possible. It would be a feat to do this. And I actually yeah. think we should pick some of them and I think we'll we'll both agree on the, on the same one that we should I think we should pick some of them and and try to see if we really can do it. Um <laughs> yeah, now that now that I got this now that I got a hypervisor in my house, I'm like all like giddy with <laughs> trying to find ways to use it. Um so I'll start out I guess I'll go in order. Although I will say that in a way, <laughs> in a way, this is all just, mine are all just humble brags <laughs> uh, because they're all, <laughs> they're all, uh, they're all relating to some like extravagant item that I have. Um, I didn't do that on purpose. So my first one is charging my car. Um, not just one car, but, but multiple cars. Um, so Sure. Every EV out there has like a scheduler where you actually, my wife doesn't, I don't think, um, no, it does. She has, uh, the Nissan leaf Mm. and it has a very, very basic, like Christmas tree timer style scheduler. You can just say (laughs) you wanted to cut on and off at a certain time. You just see it out there (laughs) cranking the dial on the car. (laughs) All right. Got to set it for this hour. (laughs) It's in software, but that's essentially what it is. Um, and they do that because some, some states and some power companies have off peak charging. Now I'm lucky enough where I live where they don't. Um, but, um, but they could start at any day. And so the way to get around that is you, 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 you schedule your car to charge at night whenever the power is cheaper than it is during the day. Yep. Um, so that's why they have it. But when I say automated car charging, I mean, I don't even want to remember to plug in my car. (laughs) <laughs> and in the case of my wife and I, we have two EVs and one charger. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we'd have to know, and we're, and we're constantly doing this. And also my garage, my garage is full of crap and we can only park on one side of it. So we're constantly <laughs> having to decide, okay, who needs to charge tonight so that we know that leave the, the garage open for the other person. Right. So I wish that there was a way to, uh, essentially wirelessly charge my car on a timer. And I, I looked into this and there, there are companies. I, I linked some of them in the show notes. Now I don't know anything about these companies. I literally just did a search for wireless EV charging and I found these two hmm. links, but there's companies that are making prototypes or maybe you can actually buy these things to, to charge EVs and you just park over this thing or, you either park over a pad or you park near a device in your garage and then it will wirelessly charge your car. That's pretty cool. 
and I'm sure if your dog walks between it and your car, it'll die. <laughs> just, just it'll like get, the cat, and it'll, it'll get freaking, microwaved. Uh, it'll get microwaved. The cat that's chewing on the on the Christmas lights in the uh, yeah, Christmas yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know how far along this technology is, um, but that would be the easy way to do it, just by spending money. Otherwise, what you could do is there are devices. So the if you remembered to plug your car in every time, you could schedule it in your car. And then there yeah. is a device I found online, and I'll, I'll find the link and put it in the show notes also. But there's a, a device that you can plug two EV chargers into. Because our problem is that we have one outlet, but we, we each right. have, a, have a charger that came with our car. So if or like this, a splitter you're talking. Kind yeah, of. this is like a splitter. And it's like smart enough to only because mm-hmm. you don't want both to run at the same time because no, right, your, yeah. your breaker can't handle that. <laughs> um, and so this device is smart enough to only provide power to one or the other, and it can tell by which one is pulling current, which one should take precedence. Huh, and and okay. so with that device, if you if you if you clean out your garage and, and you're not your garage is not full of crap like mine, then you could both plug. You just have to be in the habit of plugging in every. Every time you park your car, schedule it within your car, and then use one of these devices to to handle the actual charging. That's interesting. Yeah, and then if you had a sense, which I used I used to have a sense, but it 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 messed up on me. But a sense is a device that you hook up to your um, breaker. You put it mm. in your breaker box, and then it will mm-hmm. it reads all the all it's so, it's magic, man. Somehow it can figure out. It's it's hooked up to the power coming from the power company into your house. And yeah. Somehow it can figure out like when your dryer cuts on or whenever your car's charging. Like it, I don't know how it knows, but somehow hmm. it figures out based on like the way the electricity works that that this is your AC, this is your yeah, refrigerator. Like the, uh, it must be a spike. It must. Uh, yeah. Somehow it knows the spikes. And um, you could use that to then monitor how your cars are are charging. So that's interesting. See, I was thinking when you said wireless charging, I didn't necessarily think wireless charging like you would think with yeah. a phone. I was thinking like maybe like some sort of some sort of receptacle at the underneath the car or yeah. I mean maybe that's not where it would be, maybe on the front or something that you would pull into a spot and there would be like something that comes up and attaches to it magnetically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, supposedly something like that. Supposedly Tesla's working on that. Uh but I don't. I don't believe that. That's another one of their and projects. And even so, there's a lot of hurdles to come. You know, with a car because it's out in the elements. You know, it's like, yeah. are they going to get corroded? Are they going to get crap on them? You know, you have to clean them every day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've seen. I've seen this thing. So they they have like a test device. It's just one they of those do. scenarios okay. where it's like, oh, if if everything is perfect, if you're in this exact car, yeah, and there's of course there's nothing. But yeah, they have this little arm that'll come out and plug into. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's yeah. Point. I don't. <laughs> I don't mean that. That that's too much. That's too much of a of a possibility of breaking. <laughs> yeah. And if you like you, you couldn't have it in your garage. I'm thinking about so I'm thinking about like something that would work with like any any type of car. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh I got gotcha. you. There's some really cool stuff. So actually I think out of my list this is probably the easiest one. This is just a matter of spending the money. If you buy yeah. if you bought one of these expensive devices, you could do this. Um, but there's, there's some really cool stuff with EV charging at your house. Like there's, um, there's a special charger that I I read about where, uh, basically the charger 
connects to your house the way a solar panel would mm-hmm. and you hook it up to your car and in modern EVs, I don't think mine or my wife's would be modern enough, but in modern EVs, the battery can actually, you can use the battery as a generator. And so you can actually sell the battery, the power from your battery back to the city. So huh. you can charge your car when you need to, but then also whenever you don't need to, it can sell the power back, which is great. Oh, if you have, How the heck much money could you get from that, though? That wouldn't be would that just, much. It would be just like having solar. Probably You could probably produce more than you could. with. You can produce more than you can with solar. I know because I can't charge my car um, off of what uh, I produce from solar. I mean, I can I eventually, you. but I can't, you know, I can't like in a day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. So you would, you would sell back more. And now that I've been charging at work. I could I could basically sell my job's power. Loophole, baby. <laughs> I charge my car at work and then I sell it back to the I, I show up at work every day with sell like 10%. It to the same power company. Yeah. <laughs> All Cut right. that part out. Cut that part out. They're gonna figure it out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. So what's your first one? What's your uh what's your number one? All right. So my number one is all forms of shopping. And I have an mm. I have an exception here for Micro Center because I actually like going to Micro Center. Yeah, yeah, Micro Center is <laughs> great, especially when you get that but new pretty much forty ninety of... Ti Super. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, where else are you going to get one? <laughs> <laughs> but like, pretty much every other form of shopping, I can't stand mm. just the whole thing, like like setting up the list, going to the store, all of it. Yeah, just just a problem for me. So what do you want to happen? You want it like when you run out of something, there's somehow a device in your house that's smart enough to know want, that you I need to replace it? Yes. Yeah, I, I need I, I need something that like knows how often, like learns from pattern, knows how often we use stump something. Okay. And yeah. like we'll 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 put it in your cart when it it thinks you need it because obviously there's nothing that's going to be perfect until there's like a robot like the ceo robot that's in your house literally <laughs> categorizing everything you know yeah. for you i think so that... it would have to be like like on a on a you know we think you might need this basis <laughs> well all right so today i think amazon has something like this because you know how they have those buttons where like you put a button by your paper towels and when you run out of paper towels, you I hit the button. I had no idea about that. No. Yes, that's the thing that I think they tried to they tried to make it a thing for a while, but I don't know anybody that has one of these things. But they have like a, it's basically like a schmeschmexa button. But when you press <laughs> it, it does that one command. Lady cylinder. Yeah, and um, they have that. And I actually even want to say that they have like auto ordering systems where they they can track how much you you purchase, how often you purchase something. And as long as you say it's okay, then they can also go ahead and order that for you. Um, But I think I think it would be cool if like a refrigerator had this. So like yeah, like I know that there was like a Samsung fridge with some sort of like panel in the front that would see everything inside, and you could you could it would kind of know what was inside. But I don't know if it actually like categorized things for you and put them in a list yeah i don't know but like if it could if like your fridge the thing about the places you put things so you have your pantry which would be hard to yep. automate unless you had some kind of camera in there or yeah, something it would that have looked to be at like, your camera like, your pantry like, what would that be can and box recognition <laughs> yeah i, I mean it, so label recognition maybe <laughs> so again this is this is a good example because it's something that you could do so yeah, i know that's what i'm yeah I worked whenever I was a contractor, I worked on a software project 
where they were tracking trucks based on uh, like uh, the security cameras at the facility could say, mm -hmm. okay, this truck came in and parked at this place. And that, so that technology exists. If you had a device in your, in your pantry that could yeah. that look at the shelves, I truly believe that even today there's, there's technology and some sort of APIs or something you could tap yep. into where you could track what is on your shelf and make a list of it. It would not be easy to develop, but you no. could do it. And then I like yeah. you, you. I like what you have in the show notes here. Now, if you could only have an API to a grocery store, where yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, you could track what cans you've used, and it would go ahead and add that to a shopping list. Yeah, where it, then maybe not only that, it would add it to the shopping list, but it would search different stores for the best price and then add it oh, to that store's shopping list. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So yeah. So I think the only thing that you're missing to actually make this work is one, no life. This would be really hard to do, but you could do it. And then yeah. two, um, API calls to multiple grocery stores. Cause you need more than one. Cause you need to be able yeah, to find the course. best price. Yeah. Um, and the other problem is like, there's you no walk up to grocery store and be like, Hey, can I get your API to <laughs> Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Let me speak to the manager. <laughs> the, the um, but you know, uh, you talking about pantry goods? You can get those on Amazon. So yeah, I I'm know, sure there's I a know. way to do it through Amazon. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. But the, you can almost guarantee that they're not going to have the best price for everything. Dude, Amazon is pretty good with stuff but like that. Food because items. Nobody food buys items. food items from from Amazon, so it's yeah, probably that cheaper could be, than that. Could be why. Um. So, but I don't want to. I don't want to add to the conglomerate of Amazon. I know and have that's to the Everything's yeah. from Amazon. Then I agree. they can charge whatever they want. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. I think that is the problem: is that you'd have to use somebody like that. And I don't even mind going to the store and picking up the stuff if it's if it's there. I just, you know, want it to be done. I don't want to go into the store. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think uh, you could easily make you a list. But the problem is, is that you would be you would be buying the same thing every week. So yeah, you, you're, you know, there's no variety. There's, there's no spice. Variety is the spice of life, man. Well, you could, you could go in and change it if you wanted to. <laughs> but then you're shopping. But I see what you're saying. But then you're shopping. Well, if I had to, you know, if I wanted to change it up, if I was getting sick of it, I mean, I would go the little extra mile. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my next one, uh, moving trash cans to the road. So this one, yeah, this one I can definitely get behind because I forgot last week and I'm annoyed. That's the, that's the reason why I thought of it because I constantly forget. Um, there's even been times where if I, and my trash comes on one of the days of the week that I don't work from home. So oh. I don't get to catch it. Now, every once in a while, if there's like a holiday or something, so they're yep, like a day off, day. Yeah. I've, I've had the case where not too long ago, I had the case where. <laughs> I heard it coming down the street and I'm like in my <laughs> boxer shorts running down the stairs. <laughs> Get the trash out, man. <laughs> so I could rush it to the road. And I, I have had the like nice guy, trash guy too, that has like went and got it for me and did that. And it's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's like way, like I need to leave that guy at 20 next, next week. Or no something. Why? Yeah. Just, just tape it to the top. <laughs> But most of the time, if I forget, they're not they're not looking out for you. So, uh, yeah, that would be something that I would like to automate. 
And uh, there is two examples that I posted in the show notes of somebody that did just that. As a matter of fact, um, I want to pull up, I'll pull up one of them for the video here. Uh, Let me mute it and share. So this guy, he made a rail kit. Um, That's crazy. (laughs) He made a, a rail kit. Oh, it's not, it's, it's having trouble playing the video and sharing it. It, um, it will run the trash, you know, from where he keeps them all the way to the road on like a timer. And it just follows this railing. And, uh, that's how, that's that how he solved cool. the problem. So but again, do the people have to put it, it back in the exact same place so that it goes back or does it not go back? It goes back. Well, I don't know if it goes back, but it could go back. I don't know if his does. I imagine that it yeah, does. But then you're though. relying on the trash guy to put it in the exact same place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are, that is true. You're relying on the trash guy to put it back. Cause that's another thing I thought is the other example that I have is a much simpler solution, but it's a, it's along the same vein. Somebody drew a line down their driveway to where they wanted the trash to end up. And then they made one of those robots that follows the line using a camera. Oh. And then it carries the trash can to the road. Genius idea to, to get awesome. the trash can there. But I feel like the trash guy is not going to put it back on the little robot stand. And if you, yeah. and if you attach, so, so you say, well, okay, well, I'll attach it to the bottom of the trash can. Then I'm afraid that whenever the, the, cause mine is the automatic kind. His arm comes out and just, just that I was about to get to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it does it so fast. I feel like it was <laughs> just fling the poor robot. my robot. It would throw my robot into the backyard of oh. the car. Or it goes through oh, his window yeah. or something. Yeah. I didn't even think. I was thinking crushing it as it put the trash can back down. But yeah, yeah. Throw, yeah. I don't want it to throw it. the poor little guy. Over into like damaging the property across the street. Like I, I bust out his car window or something. <laughs> so I don't know. Another one that I think is doable, but you got some stuff to work out. Yeah. There's some definite stuff to work out. Like you'd almost have to have a whole system where it actually dumps it into the trash also. Like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying into the trash can, the the truck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, you then you're automating the trash guy. Um, yep, unfortunately, yeah. And I don't want to put people out of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so the the I think you know my good guy trash man might put it back on the on the slider for me if he yeah. was nice enough to come get my trash that one time whenever I didn't bring it to the road. He's he's but he only gave me one. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, like he yeah, did it yeah. every week. He gave me maybe one. It was a different guy. Maybe, maybe yeah, he was like off yeah. that day and it was a different guy. He was on a different route. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. My guy might do it. I don't know. But uh, they might, they probably put it back in the same spot. Oh, no. Again, mine's, mine, uh, that's probably what it was. So normally mine is the little automated thing that grabs it. And I bet the one time that they moved it, it just happened to it be was a, that, that week. It was like it was broken or something. Yeah, was, yeah, they were yeah, doing man, it manually. Regular. Yeah, yeah. I so bet they, so they wouldn't. So it would have to. I guess you can assume it's not that the guy wouldn't. It's that the guy literally couldn't because it has yeah. to be there for the arm to grab it. All right. So uh, I feel like we've been talking about trash cans too long, but I'm about to move on. So, <laughs> but the but the arm thing could be to your advantage, right? So the truck is going to pick it up and then put it back in the exact same exact spot. same spot. That's the solution, man. Yeah, that would be it. it but the truck work. has to also also not put it down so hard that it crushes your your track. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> we just got to make it solid. You got to make it out of metal. Yeah, 
You gotta yep, make you it. Gotta make it solid. Make it last. Yeah, that one's totally doable. The trash can, yep. totally doable. I'm not doing it, but it's totally doable. <laughs> What's your next one? All right, my next one is mowing the lawn, picking oh, up the leaves, yeah. cleaning the gutters, watering plants, <laughs> anything else that has to do with that stuff. All right, watering <laughs> the plants is 100% doable and oh, yeah. actually pretty yeah. easy. I was thinking about doing the watering the plants thing back when I had tomato plants. Um, but there's lots of Arduino kits that you can, yeah. you can, you can do that. Um, even so much as what I was going to do was measure the moisture in the soil. That's what I was going to say. Like, that's what yeah. I'd want to do. So you didn't waste the water, you know, right. or overwater them. Right, right. So that was doable. Cutting the grass is also doable. I was going to put this in my list. Um, so there's lots of lawnmowers that you can get that they're expensive. I was surprised how yeah. many there was, to be honest. And it's something that I remember when I got my very first house, like, uh, like it wasn't mine, but when I was renting my first house and me and my techie friends were like, Oh man, we're going to get those robot lawnmowers. And then <laughs> there was like only one you could buy and it was crazy expensive and you had to order it from yeah. the UK or something. Um, now there's a bunch of companies making these and they're getting cheaper and cheaper. They're like little lawn Roombas. You know, basically, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And the way they work is, <laughs> is they don't cut everything at once. It's like a, you just let it, you let it run every day, basically, and it just cuts a little bit every day. But that's enough yep. over time to keep it down. Yep. So, what's the other things you got on here? You have picking like up the picking leaves. up the leaves. I don't oh. know. Do you guys have to deal with that? Like down there, like do you nah. get a lot of leaves. Uh, we do, but luckily my yard is just not bad about it. But uh, okay, our old okay. house, our old house. Because we ignored it, it basically ruined the yard. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, uh, that is, I'm lucky where I'm That's at right now. I don't have to deal with it. Because the gutters. I didn't see any. How would you do the gutters? So there is a robot for the gutter. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. iRobot. I think it's iRobot. Or maybe I'm wrong. Well, there is a robot. It's the That's Luge, crazy. Luge 330. Huh. <laughs> but that... it's just a little, little like, long elongated thing with, like, this little little flap that spins and it just goes down your gutter and spins the flap and like gets all the crap out oh yeah you got a link to it here let me see what this thing looks like it's actually pretty cool looking that's crazy yeah it's by irobot the same people that do that's the people that do the the, the um Roomba. the Roomba. yeah so this whole thing will drive down yeah, that your guy. gutter <laughs> they have any they, yeah they got it oh that's just the image it's not a video i i love it because it looks like a frigging tank <laughs> yeah yeah it's got little track wheels man that's crazy but you have think, to put still, it up there though that's what i was about to say i still think yeah. you have to put it up there which i can't I, I i hate ladders and roofs and all that jazz yeah so, like i want something that's in the gutter all the time and just runs when i want it <laughs> yeah i think it i think it needs to somehow um stay in the gutter and then run when you need it to well all you would really need is a gutter that has like something inside that runs on a track just like this, but it's in the gutter already and it just yeah. connects to your power and it just runs every, you know, what, once a month or whatever. <laughs> I was actually even thinking about chemically. Is there some kind of chemical you could disperse that would uh, like roto root flush it all out? You know what I mean? And then I, kill I'm your sure, grass. I, I'm you know, sure there is, but yes, <laughs> that's the thing. I don't, I don't really want to use that kind of stuff. But yeah, that could definitely be just like have a hose going up there. But then you don't have to cut the grass. Out. You don't have to cut the grass, so it covers <laughs> that too. Two birds. All right, one so we forget the robot lawnmower. We killed the grass. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, and then I put in a little fun, a little fun uh, one at the end here, where it was this this uh, weed weed uh, picker. It actually doesn't pick them; it actually like cuts is the weeds the, down. Is this the turtle? The turtle. I love that name. That name is hilarious. Oh, you would. You have a pet turtle. Let's see. <laughs> it's just this little guy that just travels around your your garden, and anything that's like smaller than two inches tall, it like weed wax down. It has like a little weed whacker underneath it. Oh, that's pretty cool. I can't play any videos. That is so wild. So it's getting the <laughs> weeds. Well, it doesn't know what's a weed and what's not. It only knows what's two inches and and shorter. Yeah. That's kind of... So, like, you'd have to put little things around your plants if they were smaller than two inches. Right, yeah. So, the thing is, is... Oh, and I just saw you can't use straw or any kind of mulch. But you can use... You can use compo- yeah, because obviously uh, it wouldn't be able to get over it. You can use composted mulch, bark mulch. Uh, you can't use it on your lawn. can't use straw. You can't use char- chunky bark mulch. You can't use rocks. <laughs> on your lawn... <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, just, it would it take would just so have long. a seizure in your lawn. Yeah, it would take so long <laughs> trying to handle your lawn. Um, yeah, that's basically what it is. It's like it's like the same concept as the like lawn mowers. It's just it's just on such a small scale that you could you can only use it for weeds in your garden. Yeah, that's pretty I just cool. thought it was a little a little fun little thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's neat. That's neat. Yeah, the the uh, the mowing the lawn thing is something I've thought about, but my. My yard has like a huge, like a steep drop off at the back of it. Yeah. And it would just, it would just drive off that thing. I would have to, you can map out places you, you don't want it to go. I would have to map out such a large area (laughs) that I might as well cut my grass. You know, I might as well. (laughs) Yeah. And like the liability thing too, for me, like, I don't like what happens if a kid runs in your lawn and the lawnmower runs him over or whatever the heck happens. (laughs) I don't think you're like that aggressive. (laughs) But, but, but still like, like what, like (laughs) like having a Doberman. (laughs) What if that would happen though? Like, what if it did go crazy? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think they're designed to have like, <laughs> like they don't. The cutting mechanism, it, it doesn't cut a lot of grass. It has to go. Okay. It takes several passes. But the but the idea is that because you're not having to manually do anything, you just let it do it a little bit every day. You know what I mean? Okay. I think that's the okay. way they're designed. And and you uh you can you teach it. I watched a video on this not too long ago because I was really thinking about getting one. Um, there, it's just, I just can't justify spending the money, but you have to teach it the path to take. Um, so you take it out to different points in the yard and let it mm-hmm. register it, and then eventually it learns your whole perimeter, and it won't. So that way you keep it from you know. Otherwise, you turn this thing on, it cuts the whole neighborhoods. You know, <laughs> everybody that doesn't have a fence put it out in your just... lawn, just turn it on. Where'd it go? <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> lawn looked great, but I don't know where my lawnmower went. <laughs> it just cuts the whole neighborhood's yards, your whole block. <laughs> hey, that's passive income right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, oh, that's a business model right there. I think they're not they're not cheap enough yet. But all right, hear me not. out. A lawn care company where basically you just rent the the automated lawn. Lawn care as a service. Yeah, lawn care as a service. So so you just pay some company, they come set this thing up at your house, they own it. You're just yeah, you're right. just paying a monthly fee to use it and it just cuts your grass every day. And this company, they have like dozens of these all over the city. I don't know. I feel like that would be such a short lived thing because their lawnmowers are only be expensive for a period of time. And then once yeah. they get cheap enough, people will just buy their own. 
Oh, but right now they're. I mean, but the thing is, they're too expensive to do that because you have to right. buy all these lawnmowers. It would take yeah. so, so long be- to make your money back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I still love the idea. It's like it's That'd like bird hilarious. scooters. It's like bird scooter lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, oh. Uh, I replaced, so I also wanted to do mowing the lawn, but I replaced it when I saw you did it. So I replaced it with letting my dog out. And, uh, and then in the show notes, I put who, 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that until you just said it. <laughs> so, uh, I have a sliding glass door. I think there could be a way to add like an extra little sliding glass door so that you close it on it and both sides lock. Mm. This does. I don't. This this might exist, but I haven't looked up to the, to see. This is just an idea I have. If you had like a insert for a sliding glass door that then had a doggy door on it that only unlocked by RFID, and you put an RFID tag on your dog's collar, and then whenever they go to the back door, it unlocks. They they believe it's always unlocked because every time yeah. they go to it, it's unlocked. But right. if if you were to go to it without them there. It stays locked. See, I I always liked that idea, except for the fact that if somebody ever, like, got it and, like, somehow had a master plan of being able to get in your house somehow, you know, obviously they wouldn't be able to fit through the doggy door, but <laughs> well, I, they, they could do something. <laughs> I think it would be easier to just kick my sliding glass door in than it would be to like lure my dog to the sliding glass door yeah but it's quiet you know what i'm saying like that's yeah, the whole nobody's thing nobody's home nobody's home that's what they would that's what yeah but if you do. have a security system yeah you know there's uh, that's that's the kind of things i think of <laughs> <laughs> i'm paranoid okay i don't i don't think it would be i think of some i think it would be um one like one or two percent more risky than it already is Dude, yeah, I watched yeah, a video the other day home. about I watched a video the other day about securing a sliding glass door. And the guy was showing how most sliding glass doors you can kind of lift them up in such a way that you can you can get it off the lock Just or get whatever. Off the track. Yeah. Yeah, get it off the track enough that the the locking mechanism doesn't matter. And I was like I was like, dang man, I need to look into securing this thing. I think that there's more people going around with, with that issue than then would have an issue with this with yeah. with my RFID doggy door, which RFID yeah. doggy doors has to be a thing. That's that's definitely not an idea there that I've come up with. There was something a while ago. I don't know if it, I don't think it was RFID because I don't know. I, I think it was it I think it was NFC or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yes, probably. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm not thinking. Maybe I'm thinking that backwards. But there RFID was something. I know there was door. an automated doggy door that had a chip on the dog's collar. And yeah, so they definitely have it. So now I just need to find out if they've got it in a sliding glass door variety. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be tough. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I would trust, especially with my old dog that like now ne- until, um, well, actually, uh, you know, oddly enough, we probably wouldn't have figured out that she had diabetes because the way we found out she had diabetes is that she never had accidents in the house. And then all of a sudden she started having accidents in the house like every day. And, um, it was because of, uh, her body trying to get rid of, um, all the extra sugar in her, in her blood and stuff. Right. And, um, so she probably just went outside. We never would have known, but I, I, I think that, uh, that dog would have been like 
dude, she would have went outside, used the bathroom, came right back inside. She didn't, she never cared about being outside other than using the, <laughs> using the potty. So that would have been a perfect invention for, for her. Um, so I think this moves us on to what? Four? No, three, th- three, three, three. What is your third one? So my one is long car trips. So I don't, I don't mind driving like, short periods like that's fine like yeah. like three hours or less that's fine but if i could automate you know three just, hours or less yeah yeah like three hours I automate is, i hate road trips three hours is a long road trip to me no three hours is <laughs> three hours is back home for me i i <laughs> that's i go on longer road we just drove to myrtle beach which from my house is like four or five hours and yeah uh, that's that's uh, that's a lot yeah and when i was a kid we used to, I haven't done this since I was a kid. When I was a kid, we used to drive from where I am up to where you are because I have I have well, family up there. Ever ever since I was a kid, we used to drive down oh, there because the I have family down that's there. That's right. Yeah, you did the I opposite. I did the opposite. Um, yeah. That's a long drive. And Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's like 12 hours of total or something like that. 12 or 13 hours. And, when I, and ever since my wife and I got married, I've told her, like, the rule's four hours. It's more than four hours. I'm just buying a plane ticket because I, <laughs> I hate driving. Now, now that I have a kid, there's an extra plane ticket involved. Now these longer drives are looking more yeah. and more worth it, you know. So I've lately that's, we've been driving. We drove to Florida last year. That's the thing, year. the money, the money situation. Yeah. Like that's why I'd want to rather automate than do a plane ticket. So how do you feel about full self driving? <sighs> I know that's my problem. It's like I don't know if I trust it. <laughs> I I actually have it right now, uh, and I should make a video on it before because uh, I only have it temporarily. I didn't actually buy it. Um, I I paid you for got the one taste month before you. Yeah, I paid for one month of it because um, you can buy it monthly. It's it's way too expensive to do it forever though. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But we had we had two uh, road trips: one to Myrtle Beach, like I said, and then the other mm-hmm. one was to Asheville, North Carolina, which is only like an hour, forty minutes, two hours. Um, but because they were both in the same month, I was like, "Ooh, I could buy one month of full self driving just to try it out." And, um, yeah. so I've, 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 fell sucker for that and I did it, but I did get to try it out. And let me tell you how it works is you get five strikes. So if you, if, <laughs> if you get five strikes, you get kicked out of the program. What? I've gotten two strikes. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, they, so what, what do these strikes in, entail? Like, like don't take your eyes off the road. What's the point? Yeah. No, that, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the way they could get away with claiming that this is safe is by you if you spend more they give you a warning and then like another warning and then if by the third warning you you still haven't like corrected whatever it is. So like the first strike yeah. I got was for I was I was messing with the map and looking down too much while the car was driving. And what? yeah, and it was I don't know. I don't know if I was really doing it too long. It was hard for me to say. And they gave me a strike like, for that. That's something you should be able to do with full self-driving, full <laughs> self-driving in quotes, you know? <laughs> I know, man. This is the, uh, this is the, uh, like, it's not like you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another one. If you, uh, if you seem to like, it's you, you, if you, if you don't seem alert enough for long enough, they'll give you yeah. warning and warning and warning. And then, um, I thought I was moving because whenever it gives you a warning, all you gotta do is put a little pressure on the steering wheel and then the warning yeah. goes away. But if it can tell that you didn't correct the action, then the next warning will come like right after it. You know what I mean? Uh, so you get like two. Because there's once. a camera inside the car, like looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so I got, a, I got 
I got my first strike for messing with, uh, I was trying to change. We were going to a charging station that didn't have a restaurant and I was trying to change to go to one that had a restaurant. And mm. during that whole thing, trying to do that, which in their defense, they're like, Hey, plan your trip before you start full self-driving and then pay attention to the road while the car's driving. Um, yeah. and, uh, but like you said, what's the point? I want to just let this thing go and automate it. Um, then my second strike was complete just dumb road rage i got pissed at somebody and i i blurred past them just not even thinking about full stealth driving was on all the alarms start beeping and going off boop, 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 and uh i got a i got my second strike so i don't even know uh, i can make it a year i don't if i think if i was play if i was paying for this monthly i don't even think i could make it a year yeah you need like five strikes a month but is but is that it does that meet your long road trip requirement you think that uh so no not really i i'd want to like this is one of those things that's like kind of not feasible right now yeah it's like i want i want to be able to like be able to sleep like (laughs) i want to i want to start my road trip at like 10 at night and wake up at like eight in the morning and be there yeah 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 you know and and, like i understand i understand you got to have the trust factor and all that stuff and whatever but like the only way i see this working ever is if every single car yeah had self-driving every single car was owned by the same company because then they could talk to each other or they had an api or whatever you know that talked to each other that knew where every other car was so that you know it would it would know now that we've talked about this i got an excuse to make a video (laughs) so i need to make a video on full self-driving before i don't know when my expiration date is before i lose it i need to make a video on it um yeah i don't i would not go to sleep with today's full self-driving no, driving i agree um yeah. i haven't even been in one and i don't trust them enough. i i am not a naysayer i think that eventually someday we will get there but I oh think, yeah i think so too but i think this whole tesla thing of like pretending it's just over the horizon we got a ways no. to go baby it's it's, yeah. it's gonna be a while before you're able to just trust it that much what I like it for though, it's not worth 200, it's 200 bucks a month. If you want to, if you want to buy wow. it just for one month, um, it's not worth paying 200 bucks a month for, um, as it sits today. But the, the feature about it that I like is like when you're on like a confusing turnpike and you're like, I don't know if I'm supposed to take this off ramp or the next off ramp, or am I supposed to be in this lane so that oh. I can get to that off ramp? It, you just let that, it, let it do all that stuff for you. That's what it's good for um that's that's nice and uh it changes lanes uh on its own and you can tell it to you can you have different settings for like aggressiveness mm-hmm. you can say like oh i want to be really aggressive we've been <laughs> we've been in and out of traffic mad max style put that guy off over there <laughs> <laughs> um or you could just tell it i just want to stay in this lane for as long as i can which is how i usually set mine and yeah. um you know it's it's good but like <laughs> inner city driving um it, oh i bet it, that's tough yeah, it does good in, in it does good in more scenarios than you'd think. But, you know, in a in a place, especially like in the south, but I imagine it's like this everywhere. But like there's just places where it's just like I only know how to work this intersection because I've lived here my whole life. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. it's just a strange intersection that you you have to pay attention to. 
um, there's this one particular one that my wife and I, every single time we come to it, we keep joking that, okay, we're going to let it, we're going to let it do it this time. And I, I joked around, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to blindfold myself and just let it go. But like every time it eases up, eases up. And then whenever it's about to go every single time, it feels like it's about to take off and there's a car coming, but it's because of the way this angle is. I think that it believes that this traffic is going to continue the turn, but it's actually, oh, they're going to keep going but it's straight. Coming straight at you. Yeah. And, and so there's just little things like that where it gets confused because it's completely using cameras. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. That whole thing where it used to be using the yeah. radar, but now it's using cameras. Full self driving, I think has always used the cameras, but that's the reason why they got rid of the other. Actually, I could be wrong about that because now there's a new version of a uh, radar they're releasing too. So they are using yeah, sensors. Who knows? Technology changes and they add things and all this crap that, you know, you never yeah. know. I, I think it's uh it's uh if it was seventy bucks a month, I probably would be willing to pay for it because I do mm -hmm. like it. But it's right now it's just way it's not practical and it's way too expensive. Um and if you bought a car and you paid the extra money to get it, then I would be pissed because it's never like really completely came out. It's still in beta. And yeah, you could yeah. have bought a car like, you know, eight years ago paid the six to 10 grand or however much it was that the price keeps changing. And then at this point you're like trading your car in, like you're getting rid of that car for some yep. other car and you, you paid for full self driving and never used it. You know, <laughs> um, of course I think you can transfer it if you get another Tesla, but you know, that's beside the point. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll get there one day, Josh, but hopefully you and I will be, uh, we'll be alive to see it one day. We'll be able to sleep on a long, on a that long road nice. trip. I mean, there's there's driverless everyone's probably, cars. Everyone, everyone's probably like right now, like just get a train ticket. How do they? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's what my mom does nowadays to go up there. Um, she just uses she, but that's expensive, man. It's more expensive. Is it really, it's more expensive than flying. Like by wow. like double. It's like double the price of flying. Wow. Okay, yeah, it's crazy. That never mind. Um, <laughs> maybe it's cheaper if you're like with a big group or something. I don't know how it works. Um, I don't know. All right. So my next one, this is another humble brag <laughs> spa or pool chemicals. Now I don't, yeah. I don't have a pool, but I have a very small, uh, inexpensive spa and I check it. I enjoy checking the chemicals in it. It's kind of like my chemistry set that I get to play with. <laughs> and, uh, but I check it every night or every other night. It has, you have to check it pretty often. And there's always some minor little adjustment. I got to put them some pH up and then, you know, oh, that's check it the next night and put a little bit of chlorine in, in it. And then, yeah, see, that's already too much work for me. Yeah. Once a week, <laughs> you got to shock it, uh, or, uh, once every two weeks or so. And, um, I thought, I've thought about it a few times. I want, I wonder if there's a way to automate this using like Arduino or something. Um, mm -hmm. I actually looked into this one. So, I I actually made an Arduino temperature sensor and this was back when I was trying to figure out my power situation. I was trying to figure out how to heat the pool and use less power. And one of the right. ideas I came up with was I could use Arduino to, to test the temperature of the water based on the mm -hmm. temperature of the water, turn on a gas powered water heater that would heat up the water before the electric water heater had a chance to kick on. And that way, save on my power bill but propane is is probably more expensive than power so 
it yeah, wasn't especially now <laughs> yeah it wasn't feasible to do that so um i but i also looked into is there a way to test the chemicals automatically and there i i saw a few kits of but really i saw a few kits of you can huh. just purchase but then also there's some adreno fans out there that have made their own kits um, wow. but, they're, but they're pretty advanced but basically um, I, I put a link to the water guru in the show notes, but huh. it is a device that'll float in your pool and it'll do testing of all the chemicals and you can look on your phone and see what the pH balance is with chemical, what all the chemical balances are. Wow. It's basically like doing an automated test strip for you yeah, and giving you the impressive. results. Um, huh. But what if you could then take those results and have like little canisters that release yeah. the chemical that's that's needed yeah. for the test results, and then you know huh. it would have to you'd have to set up something that would release the chemicals over the jets, and then right, so so uh, circulated right, right. It releases it and then kicks on the jets, and then hmm. you know it checks it like every it could check it every hour, but only make an adjustment like once or twice a day, you know. Um, so that this is another one that yeah. I think could be possible. If you were like so inclined to commit that much time to it, you could oh, yeah, do that, that, this. I think that would definitely be possible. Yeah. Even just the uh, Water Guru, which I just again I don't know anything about that company. I just Googled it. And that was the first one that came up. But even like a device like this that would float in your pool and then give you a readout, even if you mainly had to do the chemicals, it's still pretty neat because yeah, you know when you use those test strips, it could be that just at that time for some reason you know you got a weird result. But mm -hmm. but if it was testing yeah, this is all day long, continuously monitoring. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's my number four. Uh, what is your number four? All right, let's see here. Oh yeah, cleaning slash organizing the house. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is another one that's like like the whole house. Easy. <laughs> yes, the whole house. Oh my goodness, I'm talking everything. <laughs> No, like this is like one of those things that's like half like half of it's easy and half of it's just totally <laughs> impossible right now. Yeah. What part <laughs> of it like, what part of it's easy? Oh, like Roombas and like things like that. Like clean with like Roombas, yeah. Roombas and stuff like that. And like you could I don't know. It would be it would be kind of crazy, but you could somehow get some sort of like something that would blow air over stuff to get the to dust it. And like, like suck it out somehow, suck it outside. I don't know. There, there, there has to be something that would do something like that. All right, let's think about it. So the floors you can do with with the rumba. Yes. Um, windows you probably don't do often enough that it matters. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, think the like, old house we lived in. I think we cleaned the windows because we were selling the house. I don't think we ever did otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't. I didn't even. I, to be honest, that didn't, didn't even, even cross my mind. <laughs> and then toilets. There's already some automated solutions. Um, also the shower. Oh, I didn't there's think about an automated that. solution. So yeah, I saw the shower. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, I saw that. At my old apartment, I had the shower thing. Um, and it's pretty funny because it's like. How does it know if you're in there? What if you happen to be in there? And then it does the little, it just sprays you with this stuff. Um, but uh, there's, they have a motion sensor. And when they don't see motion after so many hours, they do this quick spray. And it's kind of like the grass thing where it's like the idea is that one spray is not going to do anything. But if you do it every, you know, eight hours. Yeah, it kind of gets rid of that grime and crap. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. And then also for the toilet, there's like a... You can sticky one of those things onto the side of the toilet, and then it, as you flush it, it cleans it. But all of those things are kind of like they're like 
supplemental, but you still have to like manually like yeah. clean it. But even if you were to just take it, okay, well, we'll just take it that that will kind of work. Putting things away would be the hard thing. Yeah, like the organization you're saying. Yeah, but I think it's all yeah, a matter of how you set your house up in the first place. You Yeah, you'd have to have, like, if you got something that did organize it, you'd yeah. have to set it up in the way that it wanted to do it, not the way you do it. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I think my cousin uh, used to work for um, Ryobi, and whenever he was there, they had a device... I guess they sold it. I don't know if he had like prototypes and shit. He had all kinds of stuff, but they had a device that you basically could roll over your floor. You had to manually do it, but you roll it over your floor and it would scoop anything up. Kids toys, like anything that was just out on the floor, you would just roll this thing over and it would just grab it all and throw it into this little bucket. And I think it was designed for picking up like you're at a job site and you just need to like sweep up and pick up all your like wood scraps and stuff like that. It would just throw it all in there. Yeah. But he used it for his kids toys. Huh. What if you could somehow hook that up to a Roomba that just like drove <laughs> around your house? <laughs> just picking up everything on the floor. Yeah. And then another Roomba comes behind <laughs> and it. And then your cat gets in the way. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. But then but see then you would have all of your things. You would have to just accept the fact that all of your things are always going to be in these plastic bins, you know? Yeah, this is this is like something that almost has to again <laughs> be done by like a robot, like someone yeah. humanoid or, or or something that can actually have some articulation to be able to put things into smaller right, you know, right. You places. Need, you need a robot to clean your house up. That's that's the problem. That like a lot of that, uh, yeah. There's no way. Even the cleaning, a lot of it would have to be like robot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something something like that. You're just gonna have to hire a maid, man. It's probably cheaper to do that than uh. It probably would be, but eh, it's not as fun. All right, so the last one, the last one here, which I think is probably the best one and the most interesting to the listeners, uh, editing the podcast. I have had a dream since Mintcast days to automatically, beginning to end, record and edit and post the podcast. And it, it, it doesn't seem impossible. I actually think that this is something that we could do. I've researched it a little bit because I remember mm -hmm. Leo and I talked about this a long time ago and with FFmpeg, like there is ways to actually do this. Mm -hmm. But even back then we were thinking of, well, once we have the audio files, we drag and drop it into this thing that then runs our normal, you know, adjustments, assuming everything else is correct. And then we yeah. take that and we upload it and we do everything else. I think we can, I think you could literally do this from beginning to end. So hmm. we are, we're recording the podcast on uh Riverside, which by the way, there's another one. There's another company I want to, I wanted to, to try out. Maybe we'll try it next week or something, Okay, but it's a sim it's like a competitor. They do the same thing, but these, these companies, yeah, yeah. what they do is two people join, you record uh, your podcast or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then um, it, uh, it records the audio and video on each end then puts it together later on. And they even have AI features where it will cut out your ums and pauses and stuff like that. Okay. So if you, if you use something like Riverside to do the podcast, I can't remember the name of the other one. Um, or I would say it cause I'm not like loyal to Riverside. That's just, I can't remember the name of the other one. So 
if you use a service like that, then you have sort of recording and editing done. As long as you trust that, oh, I didn't say anything stupid. I didn't, there's nothing yeah. I need to cut out. And I can just trust right. the AI to do the cutting or don't cut it at all. And just use the AI to do the audio adjustments. Mm-hmm. Although, in my experience, Riverside has not done enough where I can just say, okay, that's good. Chef's kiss now. Yeah. Didn't you say it, it was like cutting off some of the words, like when it tried to do the um the uh, AI the, cuts? Uh, the Yeah. I yep, posted yep. one. I posted one episode that was completely AI edited. Um, I listened to like a good chunk of it to make sure it didn't sound crazy. And it did. The, like, the cuts were not like the way I would have cut them, but it wasn't like it wasn't awful. Un- unlistenable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think you could do better. So, um, I wonder, I think what I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so rambling. I really want, I really want to figure this out. So record on that, use the one pass AI and then have it automatically, um, automatically put the video somewhere, somewhere you can, you, you know, maybe you host some a digital ocean droplet or something that you can upload the file to. And then once it is now in that location, it mm. runs an FFmpeg pass where you use some sort of algorithm to adjust the audio, um, mm. similar to what Levelator does. I don't know if any old school podcasters out there ever used an uh, application called Levelator. It's what everybody used to use and almost nobody uses it now, but basically you just drop a file in it and then it just does this algorithm to, you know, make all the levels like, mm. like pretty similar. And, but you do something like that, but through FFmpeg, and then it would spit out a file that then automatically uploads to YouTube and to uh, Fireside, which is where we host our podcast. And you, it would use a chat GPT to write the description and the title <laughs> and the tags. And also YouTube already does a, a AI where it grabs what it believes is the best frame of the video. So you can, oh, either, yeah, yeah. You can either trust YouTube to do that or you could try to find some service to also do that. And then YouTube has a feature where you can automatically alert your followers. So you could use that to then alert your audience wow. automatically. Yeah, I mean, that that all, nothing, none of that sounded like, oh my gosh, that's impossible. We'll never be able to do that. The hard part is that part in the middle where you're trying to adjust the audio. Yeah. And also, yeah, yeah. so here's the thing. All of these things exist separately, but you need a way right. to link them. So, uh, fi- Riverside <laughs> Just one service. Yeah, Riverside can actually upload the video to YouTube um, automatically. So within Riverside, you could do the AI editing and you could do the upload portion. But it's not good enough to do all of your audio adjustments. I, I wouldn't trust it. And so you, you yeah. need some way to take the file from Riverside, run it through FFmpeg, and then upload it to YouTube. But then there's no connection between YouTube and chat GPT. So there's no way to have that automatically this right built in description thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you would go through different phases if you I actually want to do this project. Yeah, it sounds like more of like a like a production line than anything. Yeah, I think I think if, if I think the approach would be I think jumping from YouTube directly to chat GPT is too hard. So I think the, yeah. the 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 although there must be an API because you know everybody has a upload to YouTube feature, it's in Adobe. Mm-hmm. You know, so there there must be some way to gain access to yeah. that. But what if you just had 
what if you said, well, I'm going to automate it to the point that I basically spit out a, here's a video file, here's a description, here's a title, here's the tags, and then you just have to copy and paste these to, to yeah. Fireside and to YouTube. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm going to work on this project. I, I kind of That I sounds like it'd be pretty cool. I think we could figure out a way to do this. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's all of our automation. Um, we pick things that would be, that would be really hard. Um, but, uh, we didn't really pick anything that like really required the, uh, the hypervisor or any of that, like we were talking. Well, like I was kind of thinking that and I was, well, the, the reason why I did what I did is because mm-hmm. I was originally thinking like, oh, it needs to be stuff that's like kind of impossible to do. Yeah, me too. I'm like, me too. Pretty much yeah. anything with a computer can be automated. It's already, it's already been, yeah, no, I was in the same mindset. Yeah. I was in the same mindset. So, uh, like I have like, I have like 10 things in my back pocket that need to get done that just, I. Just yeah, don't have the time to do. You know, I as almost far as guarantee you goes. that if you look through our list of things we wish we could automate, it's all things that we were, we were, our wives were trying to get us to do this week that we were too lazy to do. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't charge my car. I didn't take the trash to the thing. <laughs> She's been letting the dog exactly. out instead of me. <laughs> exactly. That yep, yeah, that looks about right. <laughs> All right. Well, this was a fun episode. Uh, next week, uh, we got to find a Linux deep dive next week to get back on the uh, yeah get back on track. And uh, I'm gonna work on this editing the podcast thing and see how we can. Uh, and it would be nice too if we didn't use a service like uh, Riverside. If we could figure out a way that we could actually. Obviously, we know how to stream the show and stuff through OBS, but if we could, you know, have some way where we then take our file automatically and and make all these changes to us. So I'm going to look into it. We'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep updating with the progress on that. Yeah. And, and in the meanwhile, you figure out how to clean your gutters using a robot. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, thanks for listening. Peace. See ya.